0: This is Philip Winters, vocalist and guitarist of Tyrant. This is Andrew Winters, the drummer of Tyrant. And you're watching Brutally Delicious Podcast. Are they watching it or listening?
1: They can do both. Okay. That is. I'm Scandinavian. <laughs> so it's being, it's being You know, we we have numbers that make sense when we talk about like temperature and oh yeah, and whatever, weight. I, I
2: don't know. get the whole metric system, so I'm with you guys. You know. yeah. yeah. Anyway, It's terrible.
1: Tens and hundreds <laughs> and thousands. Makes no sense. So hard. So hard to normalize. Yeah.
2: I guess it's whatever. But hey, talking.
1: good to meet you guys.
2: I'm Likewise. So yeah, thank you. So uh I don't know, Rena, you wanna jump in first or you want me to take it?
1: No, go ahead.
2: So for those not familiar with Tyrant then, I guess, let's can you give us the two sentence elevator pitch? Uh,
0: heavy metal music from Michigan, you know? Straight up just pure heavy metal.
2: Okay. So the lowest level, uh, your new release on pavement records came out what, like last Friday? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now that it's done and complete, how do you feel about it? And are you satisfied with the, uh, the outcome?
0: I I feel a huge sense of relief just because we worked really, really hard on it. And, uh, I mean, we, we self-produced the entire thing. Um, so that was a new task for us, but yeah, I mean, the, the reception has been overwhelmingly positive so far. So it's, it's pretty gratifying, you know, just this past week and seeing all the CD orders coming in and vinyl orders and and all the streams
2: and stuff like that. Do you do all the engineering yourself as well?
0: Yeah. Him and I, him and I did all of the engineering, all the production. We didn't do the mix and master. That was Alex, Alex para from second Sight sound. But yeah, we, we wanted to engineer and produce the record in a way that we like to live the record. So all the drum sounds are real. All the guitar sounds are exactly what we recorded um No, we just took the time to to really get the sound right.
2: Sweet, I, mean, I know I interrupted. So did, you.
1: You, did you guys have like a shared vision as in like what you wanted it to sound like? Because like self-producing at worst can be like a nightmare if you got right. like four or five people in the band and everybody has like, no, this is the bench, no, this is what we want, and then it's just like boom, no band. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> you guys had it. A bit of a easier way doing it.
0: Yeah, I think I think everybody was more or less on board of just wanting to make a good sounding record. You know, we didn't really have any specific vision of what we were trying to mimic or X, Y, and Z. We just wanted to make something that sounded good. You know.
1: Right. So you when when you sent it off to mix, you didn't give many references. So it was just like, here you go. Here's the tracks. Do your magic. And, yeah. Okay.
0: We actually they asked for a reference and we said just just make it sound good man, you know, use your ears. Make it sound good. Just That's put all the
1: all the shitty tracks down and are the awesome <laughs> tracks up.
2: <Yeah. laughs> all the shitty tracks. Are there shitty tracks on the record? No. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys are writing, are you um are you writing like for the stage, like how the song would come across on in a live setting? Or are you writing the song for a song's sake and then adapting it to the stage?
0: Uh, I mean, I probably do. That, <clears throat> excuse me, do that with some of my drum parts and how I play it live, make it like very theatrical,
2: vis- visibly uh, pleasing.
0: Yeah, a lot of we we did a tour in August and we played some of the new stuff. It was kind of interesting to see which ones went over really well with the audiences. And uh, and then which ones you know kind of not not as well, and uh, you know so we kind of throughout the tour we tailored the performance of each song to to get a better reception. So you know once once you record and, and write a song and then you play it live a year later it's completely different. You know for any. So it's yeah, sort of in it's a months- way. And it-
1: and it's it's funny that you can have like a song that really really kicks ass and works on the recording, and then for mm-hmm. some reason when you play it live, people go out to get some more beer. You yeah, know? It's like <laughs> and it's and then you can tell like all right, for some reason we're fucking boring right now. <laughs> yeah. And but that's that's like a good approach to like fine tune your sets according to that response. And mm-hmm. apparently you guys have had plenty of gigs then, you said you did a tour in August, how big tour was it, how many places did you go?
0: Uh, I think it was like eight or nine days, but we, we did a show every single day, pretty much um, throughout our, our region, you know, we went to Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, Illinois, did a couple dates in Ohio, Kentucky, St. Louis, and then uh, we ended at Michigan Metal Fest, and then we played Full Terror Assault last month, how was that? That was awesome. We were in the middle of nowhere. There, nobody had cell reception, and it was just a good time. Everybody there just loves heavy metal. It's so refreshing to just be around people. Yeah, be around people who just love heavy music.
2: Yeah, especially after everybody's been locked up for so long, right? I mean, I, I imagine the crowd was crazy at a festival like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially at night. Yeah, especially <laughs> at night. People got wild. Do you ever? Uh... Yeah, and that's... go ahead.
1: Go ahead, Bruce. Sorry. No, no,
2: please.
1: Uh, yeah, like, because um, I- I'm in Finland, the country that has most metal bands per capita. Mm-hmm. You know, So, like, here, people did not return to the gigs like they did before the pandemic. Like, it never got to normal. Like, there were so many festivals that got canceled because obviously, like, everybody's trying to host their event now, and there's yeah. just not enough people to attend. And thus a lot of the things just got like plug was pulled before anything cool got to happen. So that's not how it is with you guys that there's like people are are like swarming to get there and, and rock out, apparently.
0: Yeah. And I mean, um, you know, a lot of one thing I've noticed is a lot of metal bands are, are getting their entire European tours canceled before they before they even start. And so a lot of bands are just touring the U.S. now. It's a a really, really saturated market at this point. You know, everybody's touring the U.S. And it's because people are showing up, you know.
1: Right. Yeah, because it actually works vice versa. Like a lot of the European bands are canceling their us tours just because of the prices because like you know just the expenses are so insane right gas prices and everything that there's zero chance that they can even break even let alone like make uh somehow tolerable uh loss (laughs) on the tour which often happens obviously (laughs) but but that it just becomes impossible but i Mm -hmm. guess that's like not entirely bad because it gives more attention to the local bands or lo- local as in like yeah know, the local you know area but but seriously like you know that there's there's an upside to that
2: mm-hmm. when you guys are writing um is there a message you want your fans to take away from after listening to you know the new record the lowest level or even the single pray for the night or like a takeaway
0: hmm that's kind of a, a tricky question because we don't we've always kind of wanted to allow people to have their own uh, meanings and stuff that they draw from from the songs and the music. Sometimes, you know, we write songs and they're very explicit of what they mean. Um, yeah. I don't, do you have anything they, that you want people to take away? Uh, I don't know. I kind of want them like when they're done listening to it, just be like, wow, like, holy shit.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's fair enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's basically, I guess, the essence of metal. Mm -hmm. The people go like, holy fuck, what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it again.
2: (laughs) So how did you come to the attention of pavement and how did you end up getting that deal? So we've kind of been looking
0: around, uh for record labels for a little while and we got some hip hits back from a few of them and then when we were kind of looking at all the the deals and agreements side by side pavement pavements agreement made the most sense for us um and they're they're nice guys and they work really really hard so
2: yeah we do a lot of work with them a lot of their artists have been on the show here yeah rena
1: Tell me about your day. Like, if you're not playing metal, what the fuck do you think is cool to do?
0: You want to start this one? Um, yeah. Uh, in, the, <clears throat> in the summertime, I like to ride my longboard a lot and, like, draw. A what? What? It's, oh, like a, it's like a skateboard, but, like, a long skateboard. Okay. Ah. And, like, ride that around and, like, draw. Yeah? That's not much. I just
2: play my drums and draw. No,
1: that's really cool. No, that's a lot. so you know, 80s. <laughs> Yeah, like not the drawing part, but the longboard.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Right? you know, <laughs> like you're wearing your trash vest and just like again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally cool. what, so about what you, do you then?
2: What about you? What's
1: your, your oh, go um, to draw inspiration right. from?
0: Well, I I like to I draw a lot of inspiration from like other forms of of entertainment you know reading a lot of cinema a lot of like him and i we we play video games on occasion the other two guys are really big gamers too so every once in a while we'll all just hang out play games um but yeah reading reading and like you know film for me is is my number two number one and number two and that's what i like to do when i'm not playing heavy metal what is uh what are you reading right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> right. What are you reading right now? Uh, I'm reading 1984 by George Orwell. Oh, nice. No
1: way! My favorite yeah. book.
0: Yeah. I love that I, book. I started oh. it, yeah, I, I started it uh, like a week or two ago, and I'm only like 30, 40 pages in at this point, but uh, it's it's a great read so far. Is this your first time through it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I'm a little late a little late on that. But, it's timely though, right? Yeah. Very and i don't know if i'm dr- like looking for the parallels but they seem to be pretty obvious you know yeah i agree. yeah, but-
1: yeah cuz there's like okay let's do literature for a little bit like uh cuz well, 80- 1984 is is one like very spot on depiction of of where we are and mm-hmm. how our society is developing but then there's also Aldous Huxley's brave new world yep which is another vision of of what humanity is heading for and it's also where we are now like with the happy pills and like you know that we all need to have medication to deal yeah. with reality on reality's terms and, and it's it's fucking freaky because those were supposed to be like really dystopic uh like sci-fi adders.
2: almost yeah yeah well, i think and you can throw animal like- farm in there too right
1: yeah, that's that is specifically about like capitalism, but it's an Orwell book, obviously as well. But that is that is very much on on like how communism quickly turns into the power of the few, and how uh, the mm-hmm. few will take advantage of of the. Oh God, I'm I'm getting like goosebumps because that <laughs> book like it's just it's fucking heartbreaking when they take the horse away to the blue yes. fucking factory and make sausages out of it, and like you know, ah I can't ah it's too, too much. <laughs> like i can't even like when when the walking dead had that cgi tiger in the season when they had like the kingdom and the saviors Mm -hmm. and the the whole full-on war with the cities and the kingdom guy had that cgi tiger and i knew that it was gonna come they're gonna kill the fucking tiger and i can't (laughs) i can't watch it so i had to backtrack my steps like i i went like several episodes ahead and saw that there's no tiger and then just like reversed my steps and like did not touch the one where the tiger dies. So it's, nice. It's tricky. It's yeah, you got to you got to protect your soul from the evil of the world, <laughs> even
0: oh, if Very it's, true.
1: <laughs> even if it's belief. But yeah, this is this is cool. And I can imagine like reading deep literature like that. Nothing wrong with like light entertainment. We all need mm-hmm. bullshit, so that, like unwind our brain. But Like, is is that, like, societal uh, angle really present in what you do and what you write?
0: Um, Not really, because, I mean, I I do a lot of the lyrical writing. He kind of proofs it and, you know, he might hear certain words or or phrases that I don't. But I try to stay away from the preachy political stuff um, just because it's kind of been done a million times, you know, like on, on the new album uh, we, there's a few songs and I, I read more than like, I'm, I'm big into like uh, like theology, like the divine comedy or like, you know, philosophy, like meditations by Marcus Aurelius and stuff like that. But on the, on the new album, you know, there's one song about like the greater and lesser key lesser keys of Solomon and uh, you know, like magical ley lines and, just stuff like that that I've kind of read all about because we're big into like the magical
2: stuff too, you know? Right. I
1: think that metal is, is-
2: goes hand in hand with the sort of magical mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? Yeah.
1: Because what I'm reading is um, the, the fluids of the human body uh, used in the magic of, of uh, Finnish Ugrian nations. A magic psychological study.
2: Yes. Nice. That's neat. That was <laughs> good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's so good to like, you know, derive all that stuff from there. Cause like the more you can uh link, let's say, ley lines to nineteen eighty four, the more you can find the parallels and, and the yeah. connections, the more interesting your stuff is gonna be. And the more like it's going to give to people like if you can find a connection that nobody else has pinpointed or mm-hmm. like and I, I don't mean that there needs to be some sort of magical oh my god we cracked the code but like <laughs> you know but just finding new ways to think and describe is is yeah. interesting
2: so i know you said you're into cinema as well can you recommend a a movie you think uh, our listeners should go see
0: Well, I actually just finished watching the Dahmer series, which I thought was pretty decent. Um, I know that's pretty viral right now. It's very viral, right? Yeah, and uh, everybody's like, oh, it's so graphic. And and I was like, they didn't even scratch the surface on what they could have done. But I'm definitely looking forward to the new Hellraiser that's coming out in a few weeks.
2: So let me ask you a question about Dahmer then, because I've seen a bunch of controversy. uh, You know, it's coming, right? I saw a bunch of controversy where, like, survivor or family members of the murder victims are, like, having to relive all this trauma again because this is, like, the number one thing in the world. What are yeah. your thoughts on that?
0: I mean, I imagine it's probably not easy, but they they have to be getting a paycheck somewhere. Yeah, seriously, Like, they're not just profiting off these families for nothing, you know, especially from Netflix. Right. I, they have to be getting paychecks but then again you know that doesn't
2: really undo it but you know so i'll be honest with you i watched it i watched an episode and a half and it was too much for me maybe because it's too real and it you know i i don't know i had to draw a line somewhere and i was like ah, it's too much for me yeah but i know it's like the number one thing in the country right now maybe in the world i don't know if it's popular over there arena
1: yeah, it's it's probably popular. I'm still working my way through Sandman. So like, you know, that's next on my list is Dahmer. Mm-hmm. But I doubt it'll be too much. You know, I used to work at a funeral office. So. Yeah, it was. <laughs>
0: so- they could have been very graphic with it, you know, but I think they were going for mass appeal. So they kept it kind of vanilla and just kind of told the story.
2: Right. So I'm just the wuss here in the in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the like, one way to put we- it. <laughs>
1: If you think about it like that, we already had like Mindhunter a couple of years ago. Was it even was three years too. ago already? It it was it was good. It was good. So like, you know, if you're gonna go down the whole like family and, and blah, blah, da victims, blah blah blah, then we shouldn't we should have zero nine eleven movies, for instance, and there's True. plenty. Like I understand the, you know, personal level of what what that is, but I, I tend to agree with you that I'm I'm sure it's somehow um, <clears throat> financially, recuperate it.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Women, I don't know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but but anyway, yeah. So it it's art is art, fantasy fiction is fiction, even if it's based on reality. And these are these are the stories that they tell. Like you know, uh, there there's been plenty of of shows on on um, M- 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 Manson, for instance. Yeah, Johnny mm-hmm. Manson. <clears throat> And yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I'm sure the Tate family is still out there, you know, right. like and nobody's stopped them from doing those shows. So Yeah. Is it is it really the 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 families of the victims or survivors like making this this fuss? Because today it seems like a lot of the fusses are not uh created by the people who are actually affected by whatever's going on but it's outsiders saying that these people i bet are like you know taking this really hard could <laughs> and be. they're like yeah. no not really no you are you totally are <laughs> stop it like what you're doing and like this sort of substitute uh offense taking uh offense by proxy is a little right. bit mm-hmm. so i don't know anything about this like bomber uh controversy whether it is the families or not but if it isn't then
2: i guess it's a non-issue right yeah i have no idea so let's uh let's run back to Tyron here because we're running up on time what is next for you guys you guys uh hitting the road doing any shows or what do you have planned next uh i think film another music
0: video. yeah i think the next thing is do another music video and then uh hopefully do a full u.s tour at some point next year and then just do as many support tours as we can, you know. Just um, get out there. Yeah, just get out in front of as many people as possible. And all while writing another new album. you already writing that? Yeah, well, we start Him and I started demoing some some new songs. What was it, last week? Yeah. And uh, just, just to stay on top of, of new music and, you know, make the next release
2: even better. Gotcha. Are you doing the video yourselves or...? I was just
1: going to ask, is that going to be a self-producing project again?
2: No, we have, uh,
0: uh, he's actually a high school buddy of of ours that has done all of our video work. And we, he did the pray for the night video. So we're going to work with him again. He's, he knows exactly what we're going for. And, and, you know, I want to support people I care about. So
2: nice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's all I've got. Raina, you got anything else?
1: I I think we might be good here, but. all right. Perfect. Hey, thank cool. you guys. This was yeah, thanks. Really
2: nice. Thanks for yeah, having. I know us. we meandered a bit, but we like to just wander. So
0: no, it's it's good. I like when the conversation is organic and natural, and not just like a bunch of questions. Yeah, we try. And Which keep are it. the
1: same questions over and over and over and over again? Like, yeah. you know, how many times can you answer? How a studio? Like, what? Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. We played instruments, sang vocals. Boom, tracks, mix. You know, like that exactly. studio. Like, there's. Unless there's a specific anecdote, you know, that, yeah. well, it blew up when we were there, you know, then it becomes interesting. <laughs> other right. that, not really. You
2: know? Awesome. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Good luck with uh, the new single and the tour if you get out there. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you. Be well, my friends. See All right. Cheers. Bye.